Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode have Jason Williford with us here tonight. Jason, I really appreciate your time. And uh, you better Thank take you. a look at this because uh, Jason has written a book with Jay Abraham and it's coming out at the end of the of November and uh, crazy price on Abraham, Amazon right now too, if you, if you get it pre-ordered. But um, you, if you head over to platinumrealestatecoaching.com, there's going to be a bunch of extra bonuses and some additional information and a great place to get some consolidated information and links, but I really appreciate your time. But the book is called The Ultimate Real Estate Machine, how team leaders can build a prestigious brand and have explosive growth with more freedom and less risk. And I, I have a feeling we're going to be covering a lot of ground here over the next half hour. So I really appreciate your time here tonight. Yes, sir. I appreciate your time as well, too. Thank you for having me on. So how did you manage to get Jay Abraham to to co-write a book with you? I mean, that's got to be a pretty big accomplishment as well. It's almost like living in a dream to me because uh, Jay Abraham for many years has been um, has been my hero. Like some people's hero is Brett Favre or Joe Montana or who it may be. Jay Abraham has been my hero for many years. And he changed not only my business, uh, but changed my life as well, too, uh, through his teachings, through his body of work for over 40 years. And uh, for people that don't know who Jay Abraham is, uh, he, he's been the advisor for Tony Robbins, for uh, Damon John, for Stephen Covey, the late Stephen Covey, but also uh, Stephen Covey's son as well, too, that's carrying on his legacy, uh, co-founder of FedEx, uh, list goes on and on and on. Over 40 years uh, in business, over 10,000 file clients uh, within over a thousand different industries. Uh, so in a nutshell, that's who Jay Abraham is. And uh, his body of work uh, changed our company. And, you know, basically we utilized his strategies uh, and built uh, an Inc. Uh, 354th fastest growing privately held company in America, a residential real estate uh, brokerage, my partner and I. Then we were 904 the year after, then 1345 the year after that. Uh, so we did have exponential year over year uh, growth. And basically where I uh, was able to link arms with Jay uh, was met him at a conference. Then I was able to, you know, and I uh, told him about what we had done and he was impressed by what we had done. And, you know, we lined up a, a private consultation with him. I couldn't afford a full day because a full day one-on-one uh, is $120,000 uh, for a full day consultation. So we went with a half day, but it was amazing when, when we got there. Well, even before we got there, even uh, beforehand, you have to fill out a business questionnaire. And this isn't just some regular old business questionnaire. Uh, it's 84 pages. It took me 44 total hours 
to fill out this questionnaire, but it really even just quit filling out the questionnaire, it gets deep in your mind to really uh, think about the number one driving force in everyone's business or should be. And this is from Tony Robbins Business Mastery, uh, which is strategy. Uh, you know, that critical thinking part to get the, uh, the things out of your head. Then when Jay read the questionnaire, he was you know really impressed on what we have, uh, we, what we had done, you know, and then uh, linked arms with him, uh, did a couple of partnership deals on some things that I'm working on in the future. So it's just a really surreal uh, experience for me. And I'm, uh, you know, very blessed, very grateful, uh, very thankful. Uh, Jay is... Uh, the preeminent expert that he talks about through the strategy of preeminence. Uh, so he doesn't just walk the talk on stage, uh, you know, he uh, or talk the walk. Uh, you know, he's the real deal. Right. Behind no, I, the scenes I, as well, too. Well, you know, based on some of the accolades you've been getting for this book, I mean, you got to you got to be feeling pretty good. I mean, Kevin Harrington is even calling it a business Bible. I got to read his quote here. This book is the business Bible for those looking to grow a sustainable real estate business that thrives, a book to keep forever and resort back to when you're facing faced with business challenges. Uh, that is some seriously high accolades there. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I love Kevin Harrington too. I have a TV show with Kevin Harrington uh, that will be, uh, airing late uh, February. It's on all streaming networks, uh, but it's called Agents on Fire. And uh, Kevin, uh, we filmed for that October 14th in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, that was another amazing experience uh, for me. Uh, I've worked with Kevin a little bit in the, the past. And also I have a book deal uh, with Kevin as well, too. But uh, we filmed in, in the Billy Mays studio, the legendary uh, and late, uh, uh, probably the greatest pitch man ever, TV pitch man, uh, Billy Mays. So it was really cool walking into his memorial filming studio where he shot many of his infomercials and to uh, be able to go in there and film for the day with the contestants uh, of Agents on Fire. So, you know, you have other accolades here with Tony Robbins and Damon John. And I mean, it's it's just endless. So uh, we will... I don't even know where to begin, to be frank. I mean, this book sounds like if the uh, a dream when it comes to this type of resource uh, and, and placed in a book like this. Let's why don't we start with uh, you? You mentioned yourself achieving exponential business growth. If somebody is actually thinking about scaling and and achieving some sort of that level of growth, what do they have to get right first? I think the and a lot of my teachings are not ones that I came up uh, with my own. They've I've been blessed with the most amazing mentors uh, through the years. You know, high level people that you've uh, heard of, but also uh, people that you've never heard of that you know were my mentors when I started out in one hundred percent commission sales back when I was uh, twenty two years old. Uh, you know, a snot nosed kid full of piss and vinegar uh, on a sales floor with freaking uh, wolves, uh, you know, wolves, great wolves that, you know, really tried to make it, uh, that did make a difference. Uh, but I've just 
always from the beginning was a sponge and I wanted to learn from the best of the best. And, you know, going back to one thing I did want to make clear to, uh, you know, Tony Robbins and Damon John, uh, you know, that are uh, testimonials on the book. Uh, those are, uh, you know, they give testimonies to Jay. So I'm just being honest with everyone too. Sure. Uh, um, I live in South Beach uh, in Miami. My gym, I go to a guy named Gerald Posner, uh, Posner Posner also goes there, uh, but he's a 13-time uh, best-selling uh, author. Uh, he's an investigative journalist that's also been on uh, many media outlets, uh, big media outlets. He and his wife has been also. A lot of documentaries that he's done, like on the JF- JFK assassination, MLK uh, assassination, his latest book, Pharma, released not too long ago. Uh, but he's also reading this book, which I think is really cool. Uh, he's read uh, said he's reading my book and going to give me his honest feedback on the book. But I want to lay the groundwork that you know, business mastery uh, is where it falls back to for me, which I seen uh, Jay Abraham, uh, Tony Robbins business mastery and Jay Abraham was actually speaking there also. But Tony said at that event that really stuck out to me, uh, he said that if you're one of the many things, uh, if you're uh, wanting to grow, if you're growing a business, if you do not have an exit strategy, you don't have a business, uh, you have a job. Uh, so, you know, always starting out with, hey, what is, uh, you know, what is, what's the exit look like? Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, whether the exit, uh, whether you're selling or uh, you're exiting the company and the company's running and you're generating passive income from that business, what does the exit look like? You know, and then reverse engineering everything back to what you're building, even though a lot of us start off where, uh, you know, with a small business, but always building towards the exit and then keeping in mind, hey, what are the top three highest dollar producing activities that I can be working on? Uh, Number one is strategy. We just briefly mentioned about strategy. Number Mm -hmm. two is marketing. And, you know, marketing is so important. You know, if you can't if you don't know how to acquire a client and then retain a client, you don't have a business either. Because if you don't have any clients slash customers, you know, obviously you don't have any income coming in. You don't have any, a business. Uh, number three is innovation uh, and always being innovating. So, you know, there's a difference. And a lot of people that are listening here have probably heard the saying, you know, you're you know working on your business or you're working in your business for a real estate team leader. Uh, or a high producer, which, you know, which uh, those are my type clients. Those are the top three things they should be working on strategy, marketing, innovation. But when they're working in their business, uh, you know, the top three things for a real estate agent, uh, number one, being in a listing appointment, number two, negotiating a contract, uh, number three, uh, prospecting, which even in the book, one of the uh, chapters is leveraging inside sales agents, uh, which takes you out of that third higher dollar producing activity. So you can even focus on those top two. But what a lot of people haven't heard of uh, that I got from my good friend, Roland Frazier, uh, he's the uh, one of the founders of Digital Marketer and uh, the Mastermind War Room. 
is working above your business. Uh, what working above your business is a whole different stratosphere uh, that's greater than working in or on your business is, you know, really getting down to, you know, you know, talking about, you know, things that you could acquire that will take your business to the next level, like uh, purchasing, you know, vertical companies and, uh, you know, adding uh, additional revenue streams within the company. So there's just so many things that all of us can do for our business that can optimize profit. Uh, and I'm a profit guy. I'm not, I'm not a profit, not P-R-O-P-H-E-T. I'm uh, P-R-O-F-I-T. You know, I'm about profit. I'm not about, you know, hey, let's sell like, uh, you know, 2,000 or uh, 5,000 homes a year because you can get stuck on the transactional treadmill. You know, uh, what is our, because I, you know, I've masterminded with the best of the best team leaders in North America, which would probably be safe uh, for years, which would probably be safe to say they're the best, the best in the world. You'd be amazed at how many that sell a lot, a lot of homes uh, that if you look at their P&L, there's really not much meat on the bone there uh, on the, at the EBITDA. Uh, so, you know, there's just so many things that all of us can do to increase profit uh, exponentially. Uh, so that's really what the focus the book focuses on a lot, uh, sure. getting as much out of what you got. And when you live in the world of optimization, there is, as David Goggins says, there is no finish line. There is always room to optimize. And even Jay talks about, you know, hey, exponential growth, it doesn't stop there either. It, it goes beyond exponential. And he even has a talk for, you know, uh, going way beyond what exponential is uh, because exponential just doesn't stop. Just like uh, the sky is the limit uh, is not a true, not the limit either. There's way much farther that you can go, you know, past the sky. So I'll stop rambling. Excuse my ADHD. No, that's great. Just to remind everybody, platinumrealestatecoaching.com for some more information. And and there's going to be some uh, significant bonuses associated with the book. I find it interesting. You started things off by saying you, you kind of have to start with your exit. Are you talking about establishing a business and removing yourself essentially from the day-to-day -day operations eventually or selling? What, what do you mean by exit? Yeah, and I, got, um, I should be more clear on that. My apologies. Uh, you sh probably shouldn't start with an exit strategy, uh, but uh, you need to implement, hey, uh, at some time early on, hey, what is my exit strategy? And my personal definition of an exit strategy is that, hey, I'm moving towards a selling event or I have exited the business, but the business is still running. I'm just not working in or on the business, Sure, but I'm getting passive income from it. Okay. So let, let's start with those three items that you talked about. You, you said strategy. People should work on their strategy. What, what uh, do you have a couple of exercises that people should maybe uh, give a try and implement in order to get some of their strategy right in their head? Yes. And this even, it even goes into that in the book. And I think that uh, for starters, so I highly recommend obviously reading the book, uh, but for starters, one question that I asked uh, Jay Abraham on a consultation that I had with him uh, was the question was who wins? Does the master strategist win or does the master marketer win? 
And he thought for a couple of seconds and he was like, the master strategist wins uh, because uh, the master strategist, and I'm paraphrasing some of this, the master strategist wins because uh, the master strategist is going to have the appropriate master marketing plan and have the master uh, budgeting down. You know, just it all has to start with strategy because if not, you're going to be running by the seat of your pants, not knowing in what direction that you're going in. Uh, it's kind of like I like to refer back to the beaches of Normandy on D-Day, World War II. Uh, America is going uh, to go get get Hitler. Uh, we didn't just say, you know, OK, let's just put these guys on the beach and let's hope you know, that we can get through there. No, there was a detailed strategy in place. And actually there were decoys used at some other place that was uh, used, uh, that we used as decoys, you know, so the the enemy uh, actually thought we were coming in fr uh, from another place, but we didn't just, you know, put boots on the ground either. Uh, you know, we use uh, the planes above, uh, going back to the history, even uh, the planes, actually the, the bombs missed by two miles because it was a foggy day that day. Uh, but uh, ultimately, what did win, uh, it was the boats. Uh, uh, it was the ships that were shooting the missiles is uh, the breakthrough uh, that we had on that day uh, that got the troops, uh, you know, past uh, past the beaches. And most likely from the documentaries uh, that I've watched uh, and I love watching those documentaries. For one, I love America and I'm proud to be an American. Uh, uh, and I, those guys and what they did and what the ones now still do. But I also love the strategy part of it, because if we wouldn't have had those ships and those uh, those missiles that day, uh, there's a great chance that we wouldn't have made it past those beaches that day. And it all started out with strategy. It did not start out with, hey, just go run and start, you know, shooting the enemy. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it, it it sounds like, you know, what I have, what I've found is that a lot of people, they, they jump in and they get the, get the business going, but they, and they sometimes don't take the time to actually plan it out, strategize like you're, you're suggesting, write things down. I've, I, I kind of have a weird analogy myself where if you're thinking about it and you're trying to plan it out and dreaming about it, it, it remains a dream. It, may, it mm. remains a theory. When you write it down, it actually then becomes a target, something you can plan for, something you can implement for. Absolutely. Uh, just by putting the ink on the paper, uh, it takes it out of your head and uh, it becomes becomes reality. Uh, now, let me get more uh, granular with your question of, you know, starting out on strategy. What do I suggest and what have I done through the years? Uh, it's really getting the best way to do strategy. And I do have a document uh, that I, I use from that that 84 page uh, strategy that I filled out from Jay. I got his permission to make it very specific for real estate. Uh, so I do have that that questionnaire. And that's where you start out at is, you know, the critical thinking and that uh, that document uh, gets all of those thoughts out of your head. Um, so that's the first thing that you want to do. But you also it's best to get away from your office, get away from your family, family. And I'm not saying that negatively towards either or uh, because this is for your 
uh, the members on your team, which are your internal clients, but also uh, it's for your family as well. But you've got to get away from that. You got to, I highly recommend, I love going to a beautiful uh, beach uh, or some beautiful uh, mountain place because I believe that environment expands thinking. uh, And that is, you know, where I would spend, uh, you know, two days, one day minimum outside of my business and work on uh, on and above the business uh, and lay out, you know, hey, what is, I personally don't believe in going past five years, not saying that it's wrong to do that, other than your exit strategy. Uh, and that would, but really uh, three years, but getting most granular on one year, you know, what's my strategic plan for 2022 uh, that should be done, you know, somewhere around November, October, November. You know, if you haven't done it yet, December will be fine as well. It's a lot better than not doing it. Uh, but also within that strategic plan, of course, having uh, what is your marketing plan uh, should live within there. What is your marketing budget for the year? And really where it starts out on is having a great document like the one that I have that came from Jay's material uh, that just really allows you to ask the right questions. Because uh, as Jay says, and it started out from Socrates and, the uh, you know, and, and it starts out with, you know, a... Socrates said a life unexamined uh, is a life that's not worth living. And Jay spun that and said that, you know, hey, a business that's not constantly examined and re-examined is a business not worth having. So what is strategy? It's always examining and re-examining and examining again your business. So t- talk a little bit about the importance of that. Now that you've, you're doing that, you're reevaluating your business. You find some things, taking action on those on those things. I see in in your background, for example, example, it says uh, processes and and procedures and implementation. You you have to take some sort of action based on those results, right? Yes, um, and as you and I talked pre pre show, you know, I'm a huge David Goggins fan. You know, I'm, I'm I'm about execution. I'm about taking action. Just like this book, after almost every chapter, uh, I think about eighty percent of the chapters have what's called a massive action assignment. After that, this book is uh, is as Jay says, it's not for your intellectual entertainment. Just for you to read the book, uh, this book is designed for those people to take action. Uh, and I'm, you know, it even has a 200% money back guarantee. And I did uh, a podcast episode recorded for it last week uh, uh, with Jay Abraham uh, for the ultimate entrepreneur, which is his podcast. And, uh, 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 you know, it doesn't matter if, um, uh, you know, it, uh, the book doesn't even matter if you don't take action. And the book is designed for those people to take action. And is what I told him, I was like, I would offer a 2000% money back guarantee uh, that if you read this book and not just read the book, but if you do the massive action steps and you do not get profound results, I would give you 5,000% money back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm saying that kind of, well, not really. Uh, without a doubt, if you do the math, and w- when you read the book, 
and read the massive action statements, uh, massive massive action assignments, uh, there is no way for someone to not get profound results if they just take the action. No, I, I think it's really important to call that out. What you're saying there, Jason, is because a lot of people will engage a coach or buy some online training or buy listen to an audio book or or read a, a, a book like such as yours, but you're not actually making a full investment unless you actually do something with that information. Yes, sir. I've been guilty of it too. I've been guilty of being paralyzed by overanalyzation. Uh, I have a high school education. I was homeless at one time, uh, had success through through my 20s, through 100% commission sales, uh, lost everything in the Great Recession. My partner and I, we started out, both of us broke, uh, $700 between the both of us uh, to support a family off of as well. Uh, but what, I, what did change for me, and I barely passed high school by the skin on my teeth, uh, but something uh, changed throughout the years uh, that I knew that I had to invest heavily in my professional development. And I spent, uh, I guess, over the last eight years, uh, we spent over $1.1 million on our professional development. And I guess as Jim Rohn, uh, Jim Rohn has a saying for that too. And I think it's uh, a formal education can make you a living, but professional development can make you a fortune. And I just love Jim Rohn also. And that really stood out to me. So you've always have to be learning. But one mistake that I have made in the past, especially being, you know, a part of some of the high, uh, highest level marketing and business masterminds uh, in the world. And I'm not talking about real estate. I'm talking about like, period. You get filled with a lot of information and you really need a strategy after each event you go to. Not, hey, I'm going to go execute on this list of a hundred damn things because that uh that's just overwhelming hey what's the top three things and really even better what's the top one thing that i need to go back uh and execute upon uh that's going to keep my business moving forward and keep it moving uh onward and upward right you know you use the word investment a, a lot actually over the past I guess we, gee, I, I guess we've been talking for half an hour already, but if you use the term investment a lot, would you say that is a mindset thing that has to be, that people have to get over, especially when it comes to marketing? I think a lot of people see marketing as an expense instead of an investment. Yeah, that's, uh, that would be incorrect thinking that you need to shift your paradigm if you think uh, that marketing, uh, and it's okay, because I'm sure in the past, at some point in time, I have looked at marketing as an expense, uh, not as an investment. Now, I'll, I'll throw your listeners for, they may not want to hear this, actually, real estate is not the number one investment. What the number one investment, in my humble opinion, is back into yourself. Because honestly, you can lose you can lose everything right now. But what you can't lose, other than Alzheimer's or uh, you know something like that, uh, heaven forbid, catastrophic happening, you can't lose what you've learned, and you can't mm -hmm. lose your experience. Uh, so that investment back into yourself, in my humble opinion, is the most important. No, I, I can't agree with you more, uh, and and it's it's sadly underrated. So uh, marketing, going back to the marketing piece of it, and right now I'm in the, you know, the, the TV show is a contestant style reality 
a TV show. So I'm having to give these contestants, and it's a show about inspiration more than anything, uh, but they, you know, they are competing. And I was even on the phone with them today. You know, we're really ramping them up and it's, you know, it's my job to uh, put those, that foundational foundation in place for them to have rapid growth, not just short-term growth, uh, you know, but hockey stick growth that'll last a, a while. Uh, but I have, I gave them uh, through elite agent referral mastery is one of the biggest ways that I knew that I could get them the fastest growth, which is, uh, which is intellectual property uh, that I got from Jay is his latest innovation uh, in uh, re predictable referral uh, generating systems that has never been used in any other industry. Uh, but during COVID, the COVID shutdowns, uh, for some reason, he shared it with me because I talked a lot of I talk a lot about referral generating systems. And uh, there's 200, there was 224 predictable referral strategies within that con and referrals. They are the number one most proven, most profitable, most overlooked most underutilized lead source on the planet. Uh, referrals were probably around before Jesus walked the earth. That's uh, how long referrals uh, have been around. Uh, but I took that content and there's a lot of things you can't do in real estate as a real estate agent or a consumer. Uh, I can't give someone that's unlicensed uh, compensation for a referral legally. So I really had to distill that down. So I took away some, I added some, I expounded upon some of the referral strategies and there's 217 predictable referral strategies to choose from. The number one strategy being the strategy of preeminence, which basically has to be the foundation of everyone's business. Uh, it's even chapter four within the book, The Preeminent Agent. Uh, but, you know, I don't recommend and Jay doesn't recommend, you know, just just doing word of mouth advertising. That should be a supercharger added on to every other lead source that you have uh, within your business. So anyway, I was doing the training for that. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how much I've been referring back to the book. And my home, my fun work, because I don't give out homework because nobody likes homework, but my fun work is, hey, read chapter eight and chapter nine. Uh, chapter eight is marketing principles that separate you from all of the competitors. Because in real estate, there's over 1.4 million real estate agents nationally. Uh, just in the metro Atlanta market, um, uh, there's like over 50,000 real estate agents. I can't remember if that's just for metro Atlanta or for Georgia, but there's a lot of darn competition out there. And if you are just like every other agent in town, you're a commodity uh, because the average consumer knows not just you, uh, they know uh, three other agents as well, too, in their sphere of influence. Uh, so you really have to differentiate yourself. But chapter nine is also the chapter that I gave them as fun work. Uh, and it's marketing mistakes that can cost you huge Profits and within that chapter, there are 29 marketing mistakes that uh, that real estate agents, that mortgage loan officers, that uh, that business owners period make, and you and I are both making some of them. Uh, mm -hmm. Still, still, I'm making them. Uh, you know, again, living in the in the world of optimization, there's always stuff that can be improved upon, and it's what I was talking about. Is even in the book. I made a marketing mistake 
And one of the marketing mistakes that I found I made was in the, which is how team leaders can build a prestigious brand and have explosive growth uh, with more freedom and less risk. Uh, because a subtitle is pretty much a headline or a subheadline. And, you know, you may already know this, uh, but a, uh, a headline, the difference in a crappy headline and a headline that is magnificent, the difference is 21 times the results. So 2100%, a amazing headline is going to pull versus a crappy headline. And where I messed up on the subtitle, after all this was already finalized is, hey, darn it, this book is not just for team leaders. Uh, This book is for all real estate agents. Uh, Also, it's for mortgage loan officers. Uh, Also, it's for uh, their vendors. It's, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, title companies. It's, It's really, and I'm not bragging about myself or the book. I'm bragging about how magnificent Jay's body of work is. Uh, because I just took his body of work. We executed, as you mentioned earlier, uh, on his strategies through the years. Uh, and I just put what we done tied into his strategies in the book. Right. Well, you know, uh, I just want to remind everybody one last time, platinumrealestatecoaching.com. But, you know, I, I think we're going to end up having to wrap things up, but I'm going to, I'm going to, while we're on the air here, I wanted to uh, see if I can get you to commit to maybe coming back on, because I think we could spend an entire episode talking about processes, systems, innovation, and, and what have you. But uh, again, it's platinumrealestatecoaching.com. And I, I told you, I was going to ask you, you know, it was there a question you wished I would have asked you here tonight, but uh, instead I'm going to change it out on you. Is, are you ready? Uh-oh, here we go. I'm kidding. Can you give everybody just like your, your book and your chapters, you give them all an actionable thing. What is one actionable item you can give the listeners right now to make a difference in their business? And not to sound cheesy, not to sound generic, not to sound like I'm selling my book, even though I am, uh, I'm just, telling you for your business, go get the book. Uh, And there's so much gold that is within the book. I even, because Kevin Harrington read the book, gave me a testimonial on the book. Uh, While I was in Sarasota, I seen uh, Kevin and uh, I've been at Kevin's house as well uh, a couple of months ago, but I gave him a copy of the book. I had some pre-made before the actual launch date, November 30th, but he was like, man, that feels heavy. Uh, because actually I did get like to get the book uh, to influencers. I did go with the best, the best, like uh, thicker paper and everything. And I, uh, he said, why is it so heavy? And I said, it's all that gold that's in there. I was kidding. That's around, a great line that, though. That's a great <laughs> yeah, line. I, like line. I don't yeah. know. Uh, every once in a while, uh, even a blind squirrel gets a nut. Sometimes I say that jokingly, <laughs> but so I came up with that really quick uh, on accident, but, uh, but there is truly so much gold in the book. That uh, we, you and I could speak speak for because I know that you love business and I know you love marketing. Marketing is my favorite passion. Uh, like I just love it. It's just so much freaking fun to me. Uh, copywriting, uh, advertising, writing ad copy is uh, probably my favorite thing to do. I just love it. You know, I love marketing and we could talk for days and days and days about this book, uh, you know, and the content go deeper into the content within the book. Long story short, uh, I would love to do another episode with you at some, some point, whenever you want to do it, we'll make it happen. So, well, I appreciate that. 
Well, again, PlatinumRealEstateCoaching.com. We had our, our guest with Jason Williford. I, I really can't thank you enough. This was a great conversation. And uh, I'm looking forward to our next chat. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jack. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, you for too. having me on. Have you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing? If so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.